Welcome to Minding My Business. I'm Greg. I own and operate a group of cafes called Goodness Gracious in Auckland, New Zealand. I started this podcast to document my journey as I look to operate and grow the business. It's as much a personal reference as it is for others who might find some value in my experiences and viewpoints. So if that's what you've come here for, I hope you enjoy it. Hey podcast, so operating a business in this brave new world of social media, I mean I find this um, a really interesting topic, it's just such a super interesting dynamic to business in the modern era, Um, there's so many layers, like so many pros and cons and it really is just such a um, minefield out there but I find that um, yeah one of the more I guess interesting aspects of of the business because you know it is um, a huge part of any small businesses marketing arsenal um, and it really has made um, you know customers and the and the and businesses um, far more accessible um, and it's just yeah it is just really interesting I mean I have a I have a huge love hate relationship with it. I mean, when I think back to the early days of starting the business, um, it obviously was super helpful um, in the respect that I mean, most people have obviously kind of been coined the the terminology that it's um, that it's word of mouth on steroids. So um, you know, for better or worse, for positive or negative. Um, Obviously, if there's something good or bad to talk about um, a brand or a business, then um, word definitely um, spreads really fast. Um, and so, you know, with the early days of business, um, I knew that, um, you know, with social media, that if the product was any good, then it wouldn't take long before you were inundated with customers. Um, and that was really quite a um, intuitive kind of insight to when we opened. I had seen um, at the demise of a few um, cafes and restaurants and, and eateries that they um, that they opened and I think they underestimated the power of social media um, and so whilst they may have had a good product they were um, inundated with people and customers and they just um, you know, all, all systems and processes that they had in place just kind of fell apart due to the busyness and, um, you know, that re- reflected in um, reviews and, and things of that nature, which a lot more people are paying attention to online. So, um, you know, just didn't have um, set the right tone for the business, you know. So, if anything, my um, biggest bit of advice to uh, other people getting into these businesses or, or any business really for that matter I think there's so many parallels that you can draw is that um, from day dot of opening you really want to be a hundred percent ready I mean you know with respect to any of the cafes that I've um, fitted out and, and built so to speak then um, you know I've wanted every single thing to be in place. Um, I did not want to open waiting on some piece of equipment or um, you know some um, something during you know with the fit off it just I, I wanted the place to be 
100% representative of what it would be to the very first customer that when they walked in on the first day, uh, it wouldn't be um, any different in six months time and I wanted it to be 100% ready. So if we were inundated with people, um, our systems and processes and, and everything would, would stack up. Um, and um, you know that, that has worked really well for us and I think it was just um, you know with social media and where that was at at the time of um, opening our businesses um, it was just being really super aware of um, kind of that you know that word of mouth on, on steroids um, aspect and, and how that if your your product is good that um, yeah you could really pick up business really fast I mean in my days when I was my formative years of hospitality and the um, few new places that I'd open there, I mean, you know, you could be a really good place and it would take six months to um, to really work out the viability of the business. Um, you know, and I would still, I, I guess, in a way that argument still stands up, but it was almost that it would it would take six months to, to build up any... Um, respective amount of of trade or, or you know decent amount of what you needed whereas um, these days you can you know really from day three be um, trading really really strongly um, and that's how quick the the word of your place can get out um, you know I've I've found that um, social media um, you know the modern era of marketing um, you know, we've had some instances where we've had some stuff blowing up um, in the media, and you know, it's yeah, old school kind of marketers and things like that would, um, you know, give the advice that you shouldn't, um, you know, answer um, an online critique or, or what have you. But um, I really think that in the modern day, um, it's very, very contextual, um, and I think you have to um, look at all the online feedback, positive or negative, um, and really look to use that to improve your business. But how you go about engaging that um, really comes down to the premise of how that um, feedback was made in the in the first instance. Um, and you know, a big, a big part of my point of view, I guess, is that so much of this stuff is online, and um, you know, without a doubt, other people, other potential customers, are going to be reading um, those reviews. And so, for me, as a business, um, I believe that it's best to give context to those reviews because so many people come to your establishment for different reasons you know for, for us it, it can be the food it can be the coffee it can be the ambience um, some people are hardcore regulars but they only ever get uh, takeaway and others are hardcore regulars but they always dine in um, so our format is kind of appeasing a, a wide customer base on um, on many different levels and, and in different ways and so you know the the feedback that you get online um, can be very subjective, um, 
but also uh, you know relative to that customer's experience it can it can also be very warranted but what they're reviewing your place on may not be um, relevant to the next person that's that's looking as to why they want to come to your place or not so i i believe that um, acknowledging the the feedback and um, trying to give it a bit of context is a very valuable exercise um, but i also you know and that, that's not to be uh, dismissive of of any of the feedback um, i know throughout our history that every um, bit of feedback we've definitely taken on board and and looked at and you know reviewed it and tried to understand the context of it as best we can and um, and then look to make improvements from it um, and and you know that's really building like uh, processes and, and systems that hopefully um, negate a, a negative um, thing happening again um, you know and then you know I guess with instances with ours where we've had things blow up um, a little bit in the media and, and in the local dining scene um, for us you know we a huge um, lesson in that or I should probably recap for anybody listening that, that doesn't know um, we had a uh, influencer of the time come through and and leave quite of a scathing um, review or opinion piece and um, I as a business owner went back and um, and answered it and the problem is that whenever you answer stuff obviously in, in text that um, there's no tone so people can take it out of context or twist their own commentary on it so it can be taken from what was intended to be like a constructive response to um, uh, an, an intense response um, I think at the end of the day people aren't used to seeing um, a business engage uh, in commentary that way most old school marketers um, you know with or, or people that have studied a business degree or marketing degree um, specifically um, you know, would say or advise a business not to respond. Um, but in my opinion, it's the modern era and social media has changed the customer business relationship so much already. Um, and, and really what is um, the way to do things now? Things are changing so rapidly that in another six to 12 months um, might be completely different again. So I think when weighing up as a business whether to engage or not, um, I, I believe it comes down to context first. Um, like for instance, um, in this instance, when the, the person came through, um, I personally actually undertook the full table service um, and witnessed uh, firsthand how everything um, had unfolded. So, you know, I had um, a really good um, first-hand experience and understanding of this particular situation um, you know and I guess in a wider context you know at this point in time for our business we'd been operating for four and a half years um, and we'd serve people from all around the world um, and people that have um, an affinity with with bagels um, which at the heart of this influences piece um, 
you know, or his commentary seemed to be the crux of the issue that he that he took particular issue with our our bagel in itself, and um and to the fact that we uh, didn't make them in house um, you know which you know I mean that's a further discussion I guess in a um in a lack of understanding of business because you know if we were actually to add that component um, into what we would do it would effectively mean um, larger size premises which would be a larger lease um, it would add extra staff costs um, to our product and and really it would just make our whole format and what we do um, unviable so you know if you're a um, you know if, if you're a customer coming into a place um, really wanting to to get an understanding um, of how a place operates and what it's trying to achieve then um, you'd probably take the time to learn the ethos and and understand that but at you know obviously with this person there wasn't um there wasn't any desire to um in that respect uh and you know the person knew that they were writing to an audience so unless they're completely naive um they know that a positive or negative opinion um piece was likely to have an effect on a business to some degree um so with all that in mind i weighed everything up and made a calculated response um and i came to the conclusion you know that i had a responsibility to stand behind my business and my staff and my product um and i think what people or um the other public confused at the time was that we were you know there seemed to be this perception that we were a bigger business than what we actually were um and i i kind of take that as a little bit of a compliment in the respect that um i just believe that comes down to um our brand being you know reasonably well known on the local local dining scene and we had um some good awareness and you know and we'd been somewhat successful in making an impression um but at the end of the day, we were still very much a small owner-operator business, um, which at the core of it, um, you know, a family was still very much reliant on, and that's not even um, going further to the, the staff that work there and, you know, obviously their, their relatives and the, the people that they look after. So, you know, f- from all of this, I now get other um, businesses asking me on my advice um, on you know how to deal with similar circumstances and the thing is again it it just comes down to there's so much context that you have to take in hand um you know i was already aware of this influence so i was already aware of the the manner in which they wrote um their opinion pieces both positive and negative um and in 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 their early days i was um you know, actually pretty supportive of this person in the respect that I knew that they'd been to a few um, cafes that that weren't travelling that well Um, and if anything their opinion piece um, highlighted the quality of these places and since then they've probably been more viable businesses so you know and, and they were quite kind of undervalued places they were off anybody's radars they were off um the radar of kind of the main 
institutional editorials of the local dining scene, um, you know, consistently overlooked and things like that. And it, and it took this um, influencer to come through and, and write a piece about them to, to bring awareness to these places. So in that respect, I was, um, I was very, um, you know, su supportive or, yeah, watchful and supportive of that type of interaction because um, that was very valuable to those places. Um, but I guess with our particular piece, it was um, the degree of vitriol was was pretty extreme, um, and I'd probably suggest it was one of the the heaviest pieces that they'd written um, in the in the tone and the the way that they wrote it, um, and I and the whole thing just really blew up and and got out of hand. I think um, unfortunately for the influencer and and I. Um, that, well, you know, maybe not so much for their career going forward, but, you know, cafes and hospitality and, and things like that in our local kind of scene, it is quite a scene. Um, and so, you know, that coupled with um, like a social media blow up um, just raised attention really and... Um, I think both to them and I's kind of dismay, um, you know, there was an undercurrent of or undertone of some really kind of negative, racially charged um, commentary, um, which was pretty disgusting um, and really sad to kind of see that come out. Um, and I think, you know, just... Yeah, again, it's it's very contextual. Um, you know, I mean, I had comments towards me or in my business that we were like a, a white-owned business um, that people found that in itself to be offensive, um, which they know nothing of my heritage and, and my business and um, the makeup of my staff and my family is... Um, ridiculously multicultural in the sense that we we represent a lot of the world um so that whole notion was was quite strange to be to be put in that position and, and have that kind of stuff come my way it was um it was weird uh and then you know i don't know i don't want to dwell too much on the negative stuff because from the whole exercise there, there were actually a, a lot of positives um Having that thing blow up brought through a lot of um, old customers, old regulars and things like that, to, that were coming through to see if our standard had really dropped that far. And um, we actually traded probably some of the strongest weeks that we've, we've had in the immediate kind of two to three weeks afterwards. And we still have people coming through to this day kind of having a meal and, <coughs> and a time with us and then alluding to that um that bit of commentary and and really that that sparked their interest to come through um so you know and i guess another hugely positive kind of thing that came about just in, in terms of how i kind of see the world and and see social media and, and how i kind of um, interact with it 
since then, um, something that became very clear to me was that, you know, I was, I understand that people had looked at a couple of other, um, you know, poor reviews or, um, yeah, poor reviews that we may have received in the, in the past and or that we did receive, but <coughs> whether to, they were to the degree of how that person took it or not, you know, from our side of things, I guess that was, you know, always debatable and coming back to that, trying to give it context um, and and people thinking or believing whether you have the moral authority to do that as a business, um, you know, I think it's more that they, they perceive a business to be challenging that person and, and I've never seen it as a challenge to that person. I've always seen it more as, again, just, just giving the subject or the topic context for a future reader um, to then base their, their decision. Um, but a huge thing that I had realised, um, you know, and people, you know, in the, in the commentary of this, this negative piece, people had alluded to a few of these and, and saying that our, our business, you know, doesn't uh, take a negative review well or, or what have you. And, um, and so from that, I realised that I hadn't actually gone and positively reinforced any of the positive reviews that we'd had. You know, I'd, I'd always gone to give context over a negative one um, but I'd never even done the simple thing of, of thanking someone for coming through. So I guess a part of that was my old old school hospitality ideology of not really agreeing with online reviews or, or the the or you know, finding it hard to accept that this platform was there giving that giving people that ability to um, to review in that manner because I have always thought that um, you know, giving an opportunity to an establishment at the time of dining to remedy anything um, you know that's gone wrong is is the right way to go about it. And then, if the establishment really messes up and and does something really really poorly when you've given them that opportunity, um, then by all means, as a as a customer, go and slate them on the on the internet. You know, but. Um, I think for all intensive purposes, if you interact with an establishment then and there, you'll, you'll learn very fast um, what their ethos is and, you know, generally most places um, that are really in to give the customer a good experience. They don't want the customer leaving having had a negative time um, and they will do... Um, what they can to to make sure that um, that a customer leaves happy, um, and so yeah, the, yeah. I guess the you know having social media and, and these kind of platforms, it's people have become more inclined to jump to that platform first rather than interacting with the um, establishment face to face. And so I, I can see kind of both arguments as to as to why that's positive or negative, and and I understand that you know it take from the customer's side making that approach to the business. You know, some people don't like to raise problems that they they feel uncomfortable, and and this really kind of 
for them takes away those barriers. Um, but yeah, it really does put a conversation out in the open for everyone. And and nowadays, I don't really necessarily see that as a bad thing um, because people are definitely looking at how a business interacts with those um, to kind of base you know, their opinion of the ethos of the business and, and whether that's something that they would like to do, you know, business with. So, yeah, I I guess the, um, you know, the, the big lesson was there that we had had five or 600, I think, over the multitude of, you know, rating platforms from Google to Zomato to Yelp, um, Facebook, um, you know, we'd had, yeah, I think it was close to 600 um, reviews. Might have been all up, but anyway, there was, a, there was a lot of positive reviews that I hadn't answered. Um, and so I went back and individually answered um, every single review um, because it was just my old school ideology that was preventing me from um, from doing that because I was so... <clears throat> you know kind of I just didn't I didn't want this platform there but the fact is that these platforms or that accessibility to do that is always going to be there I mean that's it's there now and it's not going to change so rather than get your back up about it you might as well embrace it and learn um, learn ways that that can hopefully have a positive effect on your business um, and so, yeah, I mean, with social media and all of these things, every single thing is a lesson. And every instance, uh, whether it's been a huge media blow up or just a um, small customer interaction, so to speak, then I've taken every single time on board as an example and used to kind of build the business to be better. Thanks for listening to Minding My Business. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to know more about Goodness Gracious, you can find us at goodnessgracious.co.nz or you can find me at instagram.com forward slash youfoundgreg, Y-O-U-F-O-U-N-D-G-R-E-G or linkedin.com forward slash youfoundgreg. Catch you later.